Good morning. My name is Janice Malolo, aka Wellness. But it is Wednesday, June. What's today's date, Carol? So, uh, you know, I, I crack up when you ask me that. I have to look. June 10th. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Um, so I'm just going to ask for you to take it away while I'm trying to get us up and running here. Absolutely. So we are in the process as we normally do. The bandwidths of the universe seem to be always a little slow. And there's been a lot of chatter about, you know, what's going on with everyone's internet being slow and whatnot. So as you are aware on our podcast that we, we record our podcast live, but we also do it through uh, Zoom via Facebook Live. So we always try to wait. And that's why frequently sometimes you hear us double, double announce or double, you know, introduce ourselves. And we don't need to be redundant um, as soon as, and I'm sure that eventually this is going to come up in the future where... Facebook, Zoom, whatever, it'll be a more smooth transition. But there we go. We have that red light. Bam, we are live. It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss from Vero Beach with two sisters. And the book, and good morning again, everyone. My name is Janice Malolo, aka Wellness Diva. And boy, we have a fun-filled kind of thing going on today. A little bit of a feedback there. Yes, we did for a second because I'm just about ready to share our live video on my page. And sometimes this naughty boss forgets to, you know, adjust the volume. It just happens, you know, whatever it is. So before we get into a lot, we... Uh, We've had so much to chat about today, don't we always? Have? But uh, it is Wealth Wednesday. I am wearing, actually, I don't know if you can see it. Now, see, if I stand up, you're going to see that I'm still in my pajamas on the bottom. So don't laugh, because you know the professionals are doing the same thing. Can you even hear me correctly? Because I just realized my microphone wasn't there. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, I'm going to kind of stand up a little bit. Well, I guess you can't see. But anyways, it talks about, you know, uh, do, give, and it's all about giving. It's all about impacting. And that is what Wealth Wednesday is about, Wellness Wealth Wednesday. And we frequently talk about what that means. Money, 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 money. It's a mindset, guys. And a lot of people, when they start connecting with entrepreneurs, whether they're authors, whether they're in sales, whether they're speakers, um, and we have chosen to be in, you know, to actually have a, you know, entrepreneurial lifestyle. What that means is that, you know, we work when we, you know, we, we put in the hours, but we have that flexibility. What does that mean? Well, say I'm somebody that belongs to a church. The church wants to put on a wing and the internet is moving, is very unstable as usual. Am I cutting in and out? Yes, a little bit. Okay, so I apologize to our viewers. I don't think the uh, live podcast will be affected, but the actual Facebook Live will be connected. But any hoot. So you want to, you know, you want to uh, help that church out, right? You want to help them put that wing on that they so desperately need. Or in this time, you know, because obviously with everything that's going on in our world, they're not getting their weekly donations there you know the, the charitable piece to that um, is you can still be active and mail in your check but some people don't do that so if you have the ability and a different mindset with money 
wouldn't it be nicer to, instead of giving, you know, five bucks a day, you know, five bucks a week or 20 bucks a week, 50 bucks a week, whatever anyone gives, which is still an impact. But if you have the ability, because your mindset is different, because you're making more money, you can actually impact more. Wouldn't it be nice to, you know, give a, a larger donation, like really get them on the map to set them up for success and building that. So mindset has to do with the more money you have the more that you can impact, number one. And then obviously because it's Wellness Wednesday, we tie in the two. And the reason why we do is because we obviously talk about health and wellness and a good money mindset is also good for our wellness in our brain. So that's mm -hmm. what wellness is all about. The wealth piece comes to the financial exchange with an unexpected stranger. So what that would mean is you could, uh, I'll give you some examples of what I have done. Um, the one, one of the ones that I love is I actually will take a bill, like a you know, $10 bill, and it, it does not matter the denomination. A dollar counts, a quarter counts. It doesn't matter the denomination, so I want to make sure we're clear on that. But say I'll take a, I don't have a $20 bill on me or a $10, I don't have a bill on me, and I'll fold it up kind of nice and neat, kind of like a credit card, and I'll actually stick it. You know where you stick your credit card in for gas? Sometimes I'll put it in there. So the next person behind me, they start looking around. What is going on? There's cash where I put my credit card in. What does that do for someone's mindset? They thought, my God, like who would think of that? That is so nice. Hmm, that gets me thinking. Maybe I could do something nice for somebody else. It's a ripple effect of kindness. Um, other ways that I've done it, I've gone to uh, Wally World, and um, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll go to the, the baby aisle because I know, you know, being a young mom, it's so difficult to make sure, you know, you got the diapers, the formula, whatever. I'll stick bills and different, you know, merchandise that I know they're going to buy. Sometimes I actually do have Wealth Wednesday cards. I'll write a little note, put some money in that. I've done that to um, some people, some workers that have been at our house that are doing outside work. You know what? Here's a little something for your gas. Here's a little something for, well, I don't, promote coffee and or energy drinks, obviously. But sometimes what I'll do is actually give them one of my boosts, my energy boosts, my, my fruits and vegetables. I'll give them one of those and I'll say, here, you know, defray the cost of something. So it's paying it forward. It's kindness. So that's what wealth and Wednesday and why they're merged together. And I need to shut my alerts off. All right, Jan, you take it. So another way that you can do it, and a lot of people don't, <laughs> excuse me, don't know that they are already doing it. And, and I just want to um, kind of recognize some people for this because, you know, I quickly went on today as I'm working on still the tax stuff. And I'm going to read this quote to you that one of my friends posted. May everything you do today be successful like a tree planted by a stream that produces fruit when it should and has leaves that never fall. And I'm just going to hold that up. I don't know if people can see I that. I can see that. That's awesome, Jan. Can you um, post that in our, in our two systems? Yeah, I will. And um, that was from Maria Perryman. And Maria, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. <laughs> the other one I pointed out that I want to point out was just a beautiful picture of flowers and Gorgeous. This was posted by our cousin on our mom's side, um, Mary Beth. So Mary Beth, thank you so much for that. This one I think is flipping 
adorable. It says, you now have only a flip. I chewed up your flop. Oh, look at that face. Look at those eyes. That's so stupid. So cute. Posted by our cousin on her dad's side, <laughs> Jim Rubino. So Jimmy, thank you so much. I love that. And then this one, which really kind of touched me, and it says, the world has changed by your example, not by your opinion. Oh, I love that. I love that. Now, I want to say her, na her name is Michelle. Mm -hmm. Michelle and I definitely have opposing viewpoints, and that's okay. <coughs> and Michelle, thank you very much. I think that is so beautiful. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Michelle is one of the healthcare practitioners over at the Red Barn in Durham. A lot of great practitioners over there. That's a nice uh, shout out. Yeah, so check them out. So I just want to thank all those. Um, whoops, almost dropped that. So Wellness Wednesday, obviously so many different meanings for different people. <laughs> yes, I am still battling the cough, the allergies, but I'm not going to let that stop me. Um, part of the well wellness routine is the mindset with your emotional and spiritual journey. So what I mean by that is we're definitely going through tumultuous times. We all know that. And... I just want to say if something does not jive with you, in other words, say you see a post on Facebook and you, excuse me, and you comment on it. Sometimes and lately there are a lot of heated arguments, right? We all know that's going to happen. Let's keep that open line of communication. So I woke up with, I think I told you before we came on, and I'm kind of talking in circles here, but I, and I'll kind of all pull it together. I woke up with a thought that I sometimes always say when, I'm, what I, when I say I'm ready to come out with a doozy, which is, let me see if I understand this correctly. Uh, I'm going to interject for one second. Yeah. Because... When Janice, um, so for those of you, you know, a lot of a lot of our viewers do know who we are, you know, personal friends and family. As I'm making a mess with my boost here, I get in all over the place. When Janice says she's going to come out with a doozy, I don't even need to say that I'm coming out with a doozy because you're going to expect it. That is my personality. I'm very passionate, regardless of the subject. But I'm also passionate about letting people like engage because that's how we learn. But when Janice, so you expect that from me. So heads up, people. If Janice says she's coming out with a doozy, it's going to be a doozy. Go ahead. Thank you. So let me see if I understand this correctly. You put a post out on Facebook. People engage in that. The conversation gets heated. I will always, always keep it respectful. That's how I am. I'm going to engage backwards. I'm excuse me. I'm going to engage forward, meaning I'm going to have a conversation. Yes, it's going to be heated, probably. In all likelihood, in this case, it was. 
so now you are going to delete me and block me. And I asked this person to please do that. I respect their opinion. And if she's listening out there or if this message gets to her, I totally respect your opinion. Don't agree with it. If you can't stand the heat, you need to get out of the flipping kitchen. Or the fry a pan. Yeah. I am shy by nature. I am quiet by nature, but I am not going to stand back and mold myself into something that that person wants me to be. And the, the gist of what they were saying was, well, you don't understand and blah, blah. Yes, I do understand. You feel one way, regardless if I think it's idiotic, stupidity or whatever, you feel one way, that's how you feel. <laughs> I get it, I'm not going to change your decision. That doesn't mean we can't have an open and engaged conversation. So I said, hey, delete me, block me. I don't care. They finally did. And I just want to say, you know who you are. Thank you so much. You showed your true colors. That's okay. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I can't get enough people to like unfriend me. And everyone kind of cracks up about that. But when you are postured, and, the, and, the, and that's the point, I think the, the issue with racism really could be solved if people just talked. The conversation gets ugly. We know that. It's a tough conversation. We know that. But it's called you have to have dialogue. And you have to have posture in your position that the root of what most people, what most people are against is the indecency of humanity. Plain and simple. We talk about two coins, you know, two sides to a coin. Racism is rooted in hatred. Now we know hatred is also very passionate. You, you, you know, it, it's part of who we are as human beings. We also know that we're flawed as human beings. And when we stop the dialogue, when we stop the conversation, when we stop getting and bringing leaders together with community leaders and legislation leaders to promote change, and have that conversation, you're never gonna, you're never gonna change hatred. You're never gonna change racism. You just can't because we're flawed. However, you can make, you can impact people in a better light when you actually have dialogue and lead to some sort of comprehensive plan in place to combat the racism. We're always going to have light. We're always going to have dark. We're going to have night. We're going to have day. We're going to have good. We're going to have bad. We're going to have joy. We're going to have anger. We're going to have happiness. We're going to have grief. Life is two sides. And right now, the pool for most people of the two-side scenario is black against white. You can't cut it any more differently. That's exactly what it is. It doesn't have to be that way, but in order to get past that or to impact to get past it, you got to have the conversation. You got to have the dialogue. So while we always, we chat about many different things here, we talk about faithful things, um, educational, health, wellness, mindset, politics, what's going on in our world. 
It is to create the dialogue on all sides. So frequently I hear some people, and we've done this within our own family, oh, don't, don't bring that up in front of this person. And I thought, how sad is that? That we can't use moments of what we're going through as teachable moments, number one. But anyone that says you can't, you know, you shouldn't bring up religion, you shouldn't, you know, bring up politics, you shouldn't bring up this. That is uh, someone living in their own little bubble world and doesn't want to make change. They don't want to rock the boat. They don't want, you know, they don't want to engage in trying to really understand the other person's point of view. And like you had said, Jan, we're very respectful. We really understand that people have different opinions. That's part of dialogue that comes with tolerance, that comes with patience, and really understanding that we're not supposed to all think alike people. We're not. But when it comes to injustice, when you have leaders calling out for violence and, and writing, words do matter, not in the sense of some things, but in this case, in this time, in this moment, it does matter. So sometimes people that put that defense in that argument, they're not willing to take a step back and say, geez, let, let me... Let me understand where Jan's coming from. Ask Jan the question. Well, why do you think that way? I never thought of it this way. Or I don't agree with you. And this is why I don't agree with you. Can you enlighten me on that? You know, help me understand where you're coming from by, you know, whether it's stats, whether, you know, whether it's factual information, whether it's history. A lot of people have the misconception. Well, well, the first thing that is correct is history does have consequences. You know that. Mm-hmm. However, defining someone on their history, you can't do that. And the reason being, and I'm going to get to kind of segue into our next piece that we're going to talk about, which is, you know, defacing property. Um, I woke up, like you woke up with that this morning. I woke up with uh, the uh, statue of uh, Christopher Columbus in the North End in Boston, Massachusetts, the North End. And Tina is calling me right now, so I'm going to decline. Sorry, Tina, I just hit decline. I'm on a live. Anywho, I woke up to that the actual statue was uh, beheaded. You know, the head, they, they took the head off. And that was in the North End in Boston, Mass. Now, let's go back, you know, the day before. You have an attorney general who took an oath to honor and serve the people of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. I'm not sure if people understand how publicly stating that riots and violence must occur, how is that serving? How is that protecting? And now the next, or that same day, that evening, you have people from a movement in the name of the movement, whatever you want to call it, you know, destroying a statue. Now, you, you've seen down south, and obviously the Civil War was the north against the south. Anyone do their due history, and there's history out there, but everyone wants to deface it and or let it go. So let's talk about our lives, our personal lives. We have a history. Everyone has a history. We're flawed, so we do make mistakes. We have regrets. We have things 
that we wish we didn't do. Maybe we didn't say. Maybe we, we took action that really did not have a humanity intent in it. You know, we act on impulse. Those things never go away. They're actually used as teachable moments to make us a better person. Don't you agree? I 100% agree in that. And okay, so now let's take that. Take that piece. You agree mm -hmm. with it. So this is dialogue, people. This is where we work. So how is Christopher Columbus's statue something that needs to be defaced? Because that's part of our history. Now, I know other ones are you know, defacing and or taking down ones that had uh, history that did not set well, had to do with the Civil War, had to do with slavery. But our country also has a past. We can't change our past and our, our history has consequences, but that does not define us now. Those are teachable moments within our country, within our population, within our communities, within our residents, within our citizenship. We cannot change that. Those things had to occur in order to create change. Statues are a reminder of maybe maybe where we will never want to ever go again. It's a teachable moment. So how is, if we can't change us as people, our past, we can use those as part of our, our life's journey to get us where we are and to help better ourselves and our mindset. We go through trying times. We go through mistakes for a purpose. Crap is for a purpose. Uh, bad times are for a purpose. Bad things in history are for a purpose, but you can't erase them. You can't erase them. So how is defacing or smashing a, a statue? Because that's not going to erase the history, people. It's never going to erase the history. And the statues, in my perspective, are there as a reminder of either the good we came from or the bad we came from. Both are teachable moments. What do you think about that? Well, here's a teachable moment. I think that the teachable moment is within ourselves. I think of the mentality of somebody who did that as either a real freaking schmuck, really doesn't understand, obviously doesn't care, but I don't know this person's background or anything. I think that it's a sad day when our history is being violated and defaced. And I call bullshit on that. So that's my teachable moment. Learn the facts, be a part of the fact checking, be a part of the goodness. If you like come across a post or whatever and you post something and then you realize <laughs> that it wasn't credible or whatever. Just say, hey, I'm sorry, I thought this was blah, blah, blah. Like, why do people feel the need to attack? And it's the same thing with that statue. Why did people, whoever did that, feel the need to attack that statue? Can't you come up with some other creative way to, to show however you're feeling? Go to a kickboxing class. I don't care what you do. Walk around the circle. 
punch a bag. Well, I don't understand. It's, you know, it's Christopher Columbus. I, I, you know, my history does not show me that he was a racist, number one. I don't see that. And I could be wrong. Um, you know, we know the history between uh, American Indians, so I'm not going to, like, debate all of that. However, it's Christopher Columbus. <laughs> like, like that, that, to me, that's almost, you know, again, another anti-American uh BS, you know, propaganda. I'm just going to go do it because, you know, I'm going to do it. Um, and I think, you know, I wanted to share as well. I shared a really, really awesome story uh, about this black family who, you know, very, very uh, Christian based, uh, three, uh, four beautiful children. They met, I believe they met uh, in middle school and they, you know, married the, the sweetheart. They're very active in their church and their community. And, it, and they're uh, black Americans. And it was a great perspective of, you know, where they're at right now in their lives. And I had a gentleman, his name is Lan Splurge, Lan Splurge. And he took offense. Uh, he is a black American. He took uh, offense to um, not me, but for me sharing this story. And his comment was this same person who came to talk to black people in high school, but now he is so for the white. I don't, I don't understand this man is fake. So we had, you know, some engagement going on this morning. And I think the real truth about engagement is you really learn, you really get a sense of um, sadness if you really, if you really look at it. And, and the more I started to engage with him, um, you know, I stepped, I started to ask him questions. I wanted to understand where he was coming from. And he kept saying, um, uh, he, because, because he ain't like white back when he was giving speeches to black kids, you wasn't in the room with us. I don't know what said now he offered the white man. I, I mean, pick a side and stay there. I ain't being racist, just being real. I hate fake people. Now, some people would have corrected his spelling, his grammar, his verbiage. I didn't. I saw past that. And I responded in, in what I got a sense of real sadness in this, in this young man. Um, and I went on to say to him, this man's story is, is one of success, drive, goals, visions, and what applies to any black man and or women. It doesn't matter your, your race. Your situation does not define who you are. Uh, and then he continued, you know, this man is fake. He, he would never answer my questions per se. He's, he's doing it for clout. So, you know, I talked to him about, you know, you got to change your mindset. And then I actually posed a question to him. And it was really more, more of an, an observation from me after engaging with him. And I engaged with him for quite a while. And I said to him, in all honesty, you sound very hurt. Like possibly his schedule, because he went on to say that, you know, he doesn't come around anymore. Now he's taking the white man's side. You got to choose a side. And it, it occurred to me through this dialogue that was going back and forth, he's, he's hurt. So I said to him, in all honesty, you sound very hurt. Like possibly his schedule or demands of life could not allow him to come as often. Have you ever reached out to him? And the more I kept trying to dig and pull from him, I really truly believe 
in this particular exchange that this young man, any something about our youth is, or, or, or youth versus someone with who is seasoned. We are seasoned. I'm not calling us old. We're seasoned. We've, ha- we've been through life's experiences. This young man has not. So you have to take in consideration when you're engaging the mindset, the age, and all of that. And what I got out of, out of the engagement, because he never actually, I mean, I gave him every logical explanation, you know, really talked about how we can better ourselves as human beings. You know, we never stop, you know, if we stop learning, stop growing, we stop having goals and visions, we're kind of stuck where we are. It's always good to better ourselves. We add more value. We, we have more impact on our communities. I really think this young gentleman was, was hurt because this particular gentleman that he's referring to regarding the article, his demands, it sounds like his demands got larger. You know, his, his family's growing. He's very big in his church. He speaks at a lot of places. So maybe his schedule was not conducive anymore to coming to the high school as often. And I really truly believe when you have great engagement with opposing sides, with people that don't view things exactly we are, we're going to find what we typically talk about. There's a story behind the story. And I truly believe this young black man is really hurt by this man. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to screenshot all these messages and I'm actually going to try to reach out to his wife who actually made the post. Because I think that's part of the healing. That's how we connect. That's how we engage. That's how we better to understand ourselves is through conversation. And the huge piece that is lacking in racism, is lacking in hatred, is having the conversation. And it's okay that we don't always agree. It's okay that we have different views. The teachable moment comes in that we should always, always still have the same the same value on humanity, regardless of your color of skin, regardless of political viewpoints, regardless of difference of opinion. The central focus of the engagement has to be humanity for all, goodness to all, kindness to all. And I think if we start breaking down the barriers of these, you know, kind of engagements, will break those barriers brick by brick, but it's, it's not going to happen overnight. No, it definitely won't. And, you know, it made me think back to a couple days ago when um, somebody that I follow said, uh, if you don't agree with me with Black, Black Lives Matter, you're racist. Now, I could take that a couple different ways. Number one, I did unfollow, eventually unfollowed the person. And I just want to let, if she happens to come by this video, which maybe she will, maybe she won't, maybe a mutual friend will reach out to her and say, hey, did you hear what Janice Mabalosa, blah, 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 whatever. But you're getting the thumbs down award, okay? Thumbs down. I, I respect what you said to a certain degree. I think yeah, you had the great, the great, a great voice to showcase how you felt. For that, I respect you. For how you did it, thumbs down. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also it's about presentation. It's about articulating. And like I said, with this gentleman, 
you know, and, and I am not one to point the fingers on grammar and or spelling. Everyone knows that I have what I call fat fingers. I have my own language. It's called fatty boobilati. So I find that I do edit a lot of my stuff. I can spell people. I really can. It's just um, most of the time I'm on my cell phone. The screen is small. And not that I have huge fat fingers, but I tend to frequently hit like the letter surrounding the letter I want. So um, actually it was Desiree Nightingale, shout out. I'm hoping I get to see her while she's here in Florida, that um, we kind of came up with the term fatty boobilati language. And that is what I have. So now we are in Wealth Wednesday. We've kind of chatted about what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we chatted about, you know, what Wealth Wednesday and Wellness Wednesday means to us. What do you have planned for the next uh, rest of the day? Tax prep, tax prep, tax prep. Well, I'm doing a thorough cleaning because I haven't done that. My desk, disgusting. I'm not going to lie. I've been so, so super busy. But I am super pumped. The sun is shining. And I have a friend from New England who is in the Daytona area that is going to be driving down here today to spend the day with oh, me. Nice. So I'm super pumped. I cannot wait to see Holly. I'm just, I'm so excited. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited to, you know, have to take a few hours off and just kind of relax. And that's the beauty of being, you know, having that entrepreneurial uh, lifestyle is we get to work when we want uh, and, you know, have that flexibility. So that's what I love to do. And uh, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good day, even with all the news coming out as quickly as it does. I really think that we are now starting to pivot into a different phase of what's going on. Um, I'm grateful that the protests in this, well, not the, the violent, the violent domestic terrorism seems to be coming down. Um, that's a good thing that doesn't solve anything. I believe that people are beginning to be woke, beginning, beginning to be awakened to, you know, what is going on in our world and our country and God and faith and praying has to be the forefront in our lives daily. Now, whatever that means to you. Some people it's, a, it's religion, for some people it's meditation, for some people it's a statue, for some people it's music, for some it's art. Whatever gets you in that healthy, good mindset to put your best foot forward each day, that is all, that's, what, that, that's something that we can control as human beings. And hopefully by doing that, by showcasing that we can get through anything together, it's going to prove to humanity that this, what we are going through right now, is part of the journey of our country and part globally, it's, it's, it's also part of the global history. And I think, I think we're taking a turn. Hmm. Now turn this. We all, there's so much more I could say, but we value your time. And, and listen, if you have an opposing viewpoint, you know, you want to come on and be with us and, and discuss something that perhaps we've discussed that, um, you know, you want to engage with us and, you know, maybe you agree with us, maybe you don't. We welcome both sides, okay? So I just want to say that. And speaking of music, I will be playing some you know, upbeat kind of music because, you know, working with numbers is like, uh, um, that's what's up. Oh, that's what's up. Tom and Linda Adams. I love that song, by the way. They know I love that. That's like my go-to. That's what's up. He's been doing such a, I love his music that he's been doing. 
you know, oh just playing and playing. I, I frequently go and I just, it's so soothing to hear. Um, he, he's such a great musician and to see him do something that he's passionate about and, and, and loving it. And, it. and it really is reflected in, in his, his music. Absolutely. It is. So on that note, everyone, there are always ways to help. Be kind, be gentle, be engaging, be respectful. We love you all. We love opposing viewpoints. Just a reminder, we are found on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Overcast. I am the Wellness Diva, reporting live on The Circle in North Haven, Connecticut, along with... Girl Sue, a.k.a. Nani Boss, in this beautiful Vero Beach, Florida oasis. We have sun. I'm excited. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much. We value your input and we hope that we add value today. We, we hope that we get you to think a little bit. That's what it's all about. Engagement, conversation, stay cool, stay open, stay kind. We got this together. That's what's up. Bye everyone.